This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. AMI Audio Live presentation from London, Ontario today, folks. One of the great parts of our job is to be able to get out and do remotes like this where we get a chance to talk to a lot of people, learn about a lot of great and fun things. I'm Kelly McDonald, host of the show, Ramya Muth, and my co-host sitting next to me on set and uh, really having fun. So we, we really take our hat off. Actually, it's sitting on the table beside me here. To everybody here that has welcomed us as well as watching the people come in and out and how, how wonderful the day has been so far. And I, I think... Uh, Really good for the foundation team over here, Ramya. Yeah, and we've been learning a lot. Uh, we started to learn about the um, uh, Big Dreams, Bright Futures program. I think I said that. Or Bold Dreams, Bright Futures program. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, the uh, phone-in forward as well. So, you know, all day of learning about some of these different programs that the foundation has to offer and is just launching into. Uh, right now we're going to find out more about the CNIB's Children and Youth Program in Ontario West, including uh, London Community Hub activities that are really exciting as well. We're talking to a Brogan Freeborn, who you were just telling me over the break that your title was Program Lead Beyond the Classroom and Youth Empowerment uh, at right. CNIB yeah. Foundation. Yes. Ontario West. Is that still what it is? Uh, it has changed within <laughs> okay. the last week. So, uh, and it is a little bit easier oh, uh, to okay, remember. Good. So. We like that. <laughs> yeah. As yes. hosts, we must honestly admit, we love that. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. So, so what's your new title? Uh, my new title now is Program Lead Child and Youth. Perfect. Yes. Oh, I do like uh, that. Yeah, yeah. much it, easier. Rolls off the tongue a lot better. Fits so. right into what we're going to talk about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. So tell us um, about what that role is for you and what it uh, you know entails, as well as beyond the classroom. Yes. So um, I joined CNIB about uh, seven years ago um, as a as a student, and then I uh, I joined as an independent living skills specialist, and I was up north, um, and then I joined CNIB as the program lead of child and youth. So I'm responsible for two programs: one being beyond the classroom, and the second one being youth empowerment. Um, so to kind of tell you a little bit about those programs, um, the Beyond the Classroom program is uh, a program that we offer across the Ontario West um, with a goal of guiding students um, who are blind or partially sighted and their families from grade school to post-secondary um, and ensuring uh, that they have access to the same education um, and learning opportunities as sighted peers. Um, so there's a variety of different things that we do within uh, those programs. Um, so it's a, it's a pretty well-rounded program, and we provide things like self-advocacy programs, um, social skills programs, teacher and education support, um, peer-to-peer support, and different things like that. So your, um, that program is not just for the client. I'm sure that their support systems get involved as well. Yeah, so we, we do support the parents. We support the educators. Um, we are supporting the family and their siblings as well. Um, and a lot of the programming that we do provide is um, not just exclusive to the participant, but exclusive to their whole support system. We talked about the uniqueness of the foundation programs because based on where people are, the cities that are involved that, that are in the coverage area. But you mentioned that the program, these programs are available 
here in Ontario West? Is that kind of pilot programming? Is that how we should look at it? Or will they be rolled out elsewhere? Are they? Yeah, so the plan is to continue um, providing them throughout the Ontario West. Um, We do have a a big focus in London, um, but we do also provide programming all throughout the region. Um, Hopefully consistent programming across the Ontario West region, um, you know, monthly and biweekly programming. Um, we are still new, but we are looking to um, increase the programming throughout the years. Wow, it's interesting because you, there's the uniquenesses, isn't there? And I mean, you get on the road, you come around, you have lots that I've seen you tweet out and things you guys are doing, whether it's been uh, events, fundraisers. Um, and I think that is what, as somebody watching on, makes the foundation, uh, this hub, for example, everything so fascinating and mm-hmm. The test piloting, the, the, the freedom to say, let's try this. Let's see how this works. This is a program. I have an idea. And, and I'm, I, I'm getting that, that, that feeling of the empowerment of team members to be able to do things like this um, and bring the ideas forward and, and having the higher-ups say, hey, why don't we try that? Yeah. yeah. We have a very passionate team here um, of individuals who are very passionate about the program that, programming that we provide. Um, I know myself having vision loss myself. I, I wish that we had programming like this, you know, when I was a young child. So I can definitely see the, you know, the impact and the benefit of these programs. So absolutely, yeah, and that's yeah. something I can attest to personally as yeah. well. All these, you know, social uh, programs and other ways as well, including like the rehab stuff. But yeah. a lot of the things that CNIB offers uh, from a young age really helps in. Uh, well, get you started. Yeah, and yeah. I think when we talk rehab, it, it doesn't have to be, oh, my gosh, I lost my license because no. of my eyes were getting worse. It's got to be, hey, my son is three years old. I, he needs some rehab. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. A lot of the social and emotional programs, Definitely. right? Definitely. So, sure. Yeah. So tell us more about um, youth programs, programs for youth. So like the youth empowerment program? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, the, the youth empowerment program is focused at uh, youth who are age 16 to 29. Um, and it provides opportunity to develop um, leadership, advocacy, and compensatory skills in a social setting to build self-esteem. Um, so we're providing tools and opportunity for youth who are blind or partially uh, sighted to develop and grow into confident and self-motivated uh, adults so that they can attend and graduate from post-secondary education, find volunteer experiences, um, summer employment, and meaningful employment um, so it's geared more towards our older youth. Mm-hmm. Um, we know statistically that uh, our youth are not pursuing post-secondary and employment opportunities, and I think that they're faced with a lot of barriers. So we're looking to smash down those barriers and kind of get them involved more in our communities. So we're looking to offer some programming and get them more involved in our community and looking at some post-secondary, you know, transition programs as well. How, how important is it to have people in your position with sight loss um, really involved deeply in making these decisions and, and meeting these people who uh, find that they come out of school and, hey, there's nothing but six, seven, twelve barriers in front of me as I see it. How important is it for you guys to also be in the mentoring piece? I think it's huge. Um, I think it's, it's great to have someone that has kind of been through the journey um, and be able to offer some insight and be able to connect our youth with other individuals who have kind of been through, you know, the, the struggles of, you know, going through post-secondary or employment, you know, struggles and things like that. So 
Um, it's nice to have this, this program um, so that uh, our youth are able to, you know, rely on each other and kind of get the support that they need uh, from these programs. And the programs can come in the shape and form of, you know, workshops or how will that look like? Yeah, uh, they could be in uh, a workshop form. They could be sessions. Um, something that we have um, that's going to be happening next week is a youth retreat. So we have something that's happening up at uh, Lake Joe. Um, that's a, um, it's a weekend that focuses on secondary to post-secondary uh, support. So it's a, a full weekend. So we look at different opportunities to kind of get our youth out, um, you know, in an interactive and fun setting where they're kind of getting the information that they need. Mm-hmm. And into the communities and the environments that, are, yeah. that, the face, that they're facing the barriers from. That's right. As well. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, anything that you can let us in on that may be something, whether it's in the thinking stages, something that you may need feedback, want from the audience listening, or uh, you know, persons with vision loss that are out there, or family members. Because, again, we, we don't want to ever leave off the parents, the siblings, and so on, the friends. Uh, whatever of people who are are in the situation and who can teach us a lot. Yeah, so we gear a lot of our programming um, towards what our clients and our parents and our educators want. So if there are specific things that you guys are looking for, I would definitely suggest reaching out to myself or our other program leads, um, either by email or by phone or, you know, popping into the hub. Uh, We would love for you guys to do that. Um, because we want to be able to support you all in the best way that we can, right? So um, that's something that I would definitely, definitely suggest. How much has it changed that now you have this space and in, in this community hub um, to run programs from? Like, does it, does it really change the types of programming and the, um, you know, potentially how often it's run, or has that not really changed since the uh, hub has opened? I think it's huge. Um, having a physical space is is great in that we're able to bring, you know, community partners in. Um, we have this amazing uh, technology that we have, um, you know, access to. Um, I like to incorporate technology into most of my programming because I think, you know, technology really does... Um, it's game-changing. It, it, re- it really and is. And it's forever changing. And it's that yeah. reality that it really this is, is now where we are now. Yeah, so um, I know for myself... Technology has really enabled me to be the most independent individual that I can be. So um, we have access to accessible printers. You know, we have access to, you guys were talking about our stove, like even just being able to run a cooking class, different things like that. I think we have a fantastic space here, and um, I would love to utilize it as much as I can while still integrating our participants into the community. Um, so I'm really, really excited to be able to run some programming here. What I, what it I opens like, up the choices. Oh, it does really it ever. does. What I'm interested to is now this is on a, 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 your own situation um, as a program lead. Yep. You guys have this Southwest, uh, and I keep <coughs> coming back to the, the, the Southwest, but West Ontario West really division. Um, I keep coming back to the fact that each one is so unique when these hubs are, are set up, when the foundation teams are put together, all that stuff. But at this time, we talk technology. We also talk something else that's a lot out there when it comes to employment, and that's flexibility, whether it's working from home or different things like that. That may also be some of the game-changing stuff that 
uh, like yourself, you, you know, you don't drive. Mm-hmm. So you're getting around on transit like so many others. Yeah. And now we see CNIAB being comfortable, obviously not having to necessarily get drivers, but the accommodation people have to make with, hey, I'm going to be working from the train, from yeah. the bus. And yeah. instead of, well, let's hire someone to drive them from point A to point B, it's total game change. It really is, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's we have to enable individuals with sight loss to be the most independent people that they can be um we don't want to you know um <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to look for, look for the word but stuck yeah stuck. so we don't want to be stuck or that yeah. to be a reason anymore to yeah say, oh it says here no uh, you need a license. Yeah. 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 and we want people up and even if you have yeah. to work from home everybody's doing you don't feel so oh it's just an accommodation for me yeah now. it's not the yeah. only cho- choice mm-hmm. it's not the bottom there line. are so many yeah. possibilities out there right so um Myself, like I cover a pretty big territory, but um, you know I keep all my technology in my in my backpack. I, like you had said, I work on trains or buses. We we work pretty agile, right? I work in a coffee shop sometimes, right? So, um, all I, I doable. It, yeah, it's all, it really is all doable and exciting. It like is what you guys are getting yeah. to do now. And, and I, I I have to say over a, and I'm. I'm Teasing my friends over on Baseline Road here. <laughs> <laughs> because you guys get to get out, get to do some of those things. It is exciting. And to sit in the office and also just see this build. And sure, there's going to be lots of, well, maybe you guys could have done this this way. And you know, you're right, we could have. That would have been better. And I think that's exciting here. Yep, yeah, it's, it's about how flexible you are. And going off that uh, still is um, the scheduling. One of the biggest things when the Toronto Hub opened, the CNIB Hub in Toronto, I was really excited about all the evening programming, all the things that I wasn't going to miss out on if I had things during the That's day. That's the thing, right? right? Yeah, yeah, 4.30 yeah. comes in the door. Yeah. So goodbye. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, by your sorry. Clock. But, you know, there were so many new um, opportunities. The thing, like yeah. The newsletter goes out, and every month you've got tons of things that you can participate in over the weekend, over yeah. uh, evening. So that's just that in itself is so incredible because, again, it doesn't leave out anybody. And that's when people are available, right? Yeah. So um, I think it's great that we're going to be able to offer you know some evening and some weekend programming and different things. it also goes on the social but our feeling of like normal people do things in the evening things and weekends and yeah. that's when people feel socially isolated <laughs> that's right? right so um i think it, it's going to be great so um we have some you know pretty exciting things upcoming so we're really excited anything particular you're excited about um so with I, I am really pushing the um, the post-secondary thing right now. Mm-hmm. So we've got some, some ongoing partnerships with universities and colleges and different things like that. So I'm looking at some after-school things. Um, we'd like to do some family fun days because I think it's important for um, the families in our regions to be able to connect with each other. That's awesome. something that I'm hearing from a lot of our, our families is that they don't get that support that they need. But we also want it to be fun when they get together, right? So doing that, a lot of the mentorships, some maybe family walking groups. Um, uh, you guys would be happy to hear this, but we actually bought some podcast stuff. Cool. So we want to do a podcast from the hub. Um, so different things like that. So we have a couple things coming down the pipeline. Um, so we're, we're super excited for that. That's amazing. Congratulations yeah. on that. Being around the corner from Fanshawe, down the street from Western, yeah. here at least in London, awesome. And uh, really appreciate you being with us, bro. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
Brogan Freeborn is the program lead for child and youth. And we were talking about CNIB's children and youth programming in Ontario West, including London Community Hub activities and uh, community activities otherwise. We're going to uh, hold a special roundtable, folks, coming up next after the break. And this is going to be when we get a chance to learn more about the CNIB London Community Hub's overall goals as well as plans for some more adult programming. And we're going to be doing that with Kathy Mason and Claire Billick next here on Kelly and Company hosts Ramya and Kelly, an AMI-audio live presentation. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Shaun of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.